Hey y'all, this is Liberated Love Notes, a podcast on Living Corporate Network hosted by yours truly, Brittany Janae, creator of Liberated Love Notes, critical self-reflections and affirmations for the culture. You already know Liberated Love Notes is your source for weekly doses of self-reflection, affirmation, and reimagining for us by us. Y'all, I'm coming into this week feeling real, real affirmed. I don't know if y'all been tracking. My assumption is that y'all y'all have been. But if not, I give you a little bit of the cliff notes. This time last week, Dr. Nicole Hannah Jones gifted us all with possibility. Possibility as it relates to what it means to refuse. Now, if you've been keeping in touch, I think it was about maybe two or three episodes ago, we affirmed as a collective that our refusal, our refusal ain't just a resistance, y'all. Our refusal is divine. It is deeply spiritual. It is transcendent. It is a right. And Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones did that this past week, y'all. And so at the top of last week, she shared with the world that the University of North Carolina could keep their delayed offer of tenure. Their previously denied, wrongfully denied tenure to Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones upon our assertion of collective, you know, power. There were protests down there. People were speaking out in solidarity. They they, they came to their senses. And yeah, Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones said, said, nah. Not only did she refuse, she declared that she would take her gifts, her wisdom, and use it in direct support of building the next generation of black journalists. We're at the Howard University School of Communications journalism program, of which your girl is a graduate of HU. I wonder if y'all y'all knew that. I say all this to say that experiencing Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones show up in this way this week has been affirming y'all. What? What? Our refusal is divine. And if you didn't believe me when I said it, just check out Dr. Nicole Hannah-Jones's praxis. Our refusal is divine. There is a statement, a small quote from her statement, and I believe it's on the, I want to say it's on the NAACP's website. I cannot remember where I first read it. We'll find it and drop it in the show notes, although I'm pretty sure you've read it already. But this is the, this is the quote that stood out to me, y'all. For too long, powerful people have expected the people they have mistreated and marginalized to sacrifice themselves to make things whole. The burden of working for racial justice is laid on the very people bearing the brunt of the injustice and not the powerful people who maintain it. I say to you, I refuse. 
<laughs> Back to Nicole Hannah-Jones. Our refusal is divine, y'all. That'll, that'll never, that'll never get old. It'll never get old. It'll always be timely. It'll always be necessary. I ask that you keep it top of mind. Our refusal to be in spaces, places, engaged in systems that compromise our humanity, that do not serve our sense of self. Our refusal, whatever it looks like to you, is divine. <laughs> deeply, deeply appreciative and affirmed. Y'all, this week, I started binge-watching Pose. If you haven't watched it yet, and I actually think I'm, I'm a little late to the party, Pose is on Netflix. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. It is a series that is based in New York City and... Really, in a, in a in a in a nuance, at least from my perspective, in a very beautiful, beautifully done way, documents and portrays the experiences of New York City's black and brown LGBTQ community, more specifically, black and brown trans women ball culture. It is brilliant, y'all. I'm not going to give too much away. I do want to offer that there is this one scene that that struck me and kind of want to use it to tee up this week's liberated love note. And so I don't think this is a spoiler alert because spoiler alert because it is a very very small scene, but I'm at least going to be courteous and and say, okay, maybe, maybe it's a spoiler. I'm only on episode four, so I'm not even that deep in. So maybe it's not a spoiler. Anyway, uh, there's a scene where one of the main characters, Damon, Damon is a is a young black gay teenager who was put out his home. He was actually put out his home by his parents, brutalized by his father because he was gay. It was it was actually a very emotionally it was very emotion it was a very emotional scene. He's put out and ends up in a park. He's he's homeless now. Ends up in a park. And I want to name that none of and as much as this is theater, this is this is, you know, real life. This shows up in black trans youth having higher or experiencing higher forms of home insecurity and death by suicide. Black gay youth experiencing higher home insecurity and, and, and death by suicide. So in as much as this is art form, I also want to just name and recognize that it's real, which is why these conversations are real. Anyway, Damon ends up on the street living homeless. He's approached uh, maybe a few weeks later, being homeless by Blanca. Blanca's Afro-Latina trans woman who is building a home. She sees Damon dancing in the park and invites him into her home. And one of his initial reactions was, 
I'm not like you. Leave me alone. Like, I'm not like you. I'm not one of you. Fast forward. Things happen. Damon ends up needing a home. They reconnect. One of the first things he he does is apologizes to, to, to Blanca. And her response to him was, you know what? So he says, like, you know, I'm sorry for coming at you like that. That wasn't cool. And her response to him was, it's, it's all right. You a black gay man. Who else are you going to shit on? And I was just like, wow. She said in so many words, like, we all that's left. Like, like black and brown trans women, we all that's left for you to shit on, right? It got me thinking about, rethinking about, because I talk about this often, just like power in these systems, y'all. And how when we're not careful, we can absolutely get high off of, end up ingesting this inclination to have power over. Power over looks like, sounds like, you know what, you different. I ain't like you. Even though I'm different and experience being othered, even though I am oftentimes the subject of everyone else's power over. Power looks like me saying, yeah, I'm a other you because you different from me. And we see that every day, right? And it's something to be mindful of. Ingesting this need to have power over ingesting these systems of domination, right? I think about the ways in which this shows up in community with us, right? We have in our mind this normative idea, like what it means to be a, and I'm doing this in quotes, like normal black person, right? And that sounds real familiar, right? I think, right? We have an idea about what it means to be a normal, sometimes in quotes, respectable black person and, and people who people who deviate from that are somehow less than. Or this may show up as this notion that black folks who identify differently from us somehow take away from what it means to be, and I put in quotes, regular, black, acceptable, black, because it's just not enough, I guess, attention or time. And anytime we get into that like space of like not enoughness, it's really us in that space of internalizing scarcity mindset. I think it's worth naming that the same system that allows for and supports the dehumanization of black bodies at the hands of white bodies. Like that same cultural container is what allows for uh, black male bodies to harm and disregard black women, right? Because 
our you know, like womanness. We we somehow need to separate our blackness from our womanness. The same system that allows for white folks to to like gaslight our experiences. No, that didn't happen like you said. Like that same cultural container expects black men not to believe black women when she's been assaulted. It's the same cultural container that will have a black woman, specifically a black cisgender woman, suggesting that a black trans woman is somehow less worthy, less human, lesser than, or black gender, non-conforming person is somehow deviant, right? It's the same cultural container that'll have like black middle-class or high-income folks looking sideways or turning their nose up on black people who wear their clothes differently, black people who show up um you know in the uh in the spots with their bonnets or something like that like it's it's all it's all connected it's, none of it is is by happenstance more specifically in the context of when i think about some of the myths worth dispelling and that i have personally needed to unlearn as it relates to the complexity of blackness right I reject this notion that somehow, you know, uh, homophobia is a black cultural inherent norm. I, I actually reject that. I, I reject myths that would suggest that our black brothers, sisters, siblings who also identify as members of the LGBTQI community are, and I'm putting this in quotes, like that way because white supremacy. I, I, I reject that. To the contrast, if you do some research and it ain't my ministry, y'all, but we're welcome and invite you to do your own work it has been learned in in in, in research that pre, in, in pre-colonial Africa, in pre-colonial Africa, many of our our cultural communities had expansive understandings of of gender, of sexuality. Many of the communities on the continent had very did not subscribe to gender in the binary right or did not subscribe to heterosexuality as necessarily the norm if you really do the research just like white supremacy among others homophobia was an import right that was that was imported uh distorted interpretations of the Christian faith, emphasis on distorted interpretations of the Christian faith 
was an was an import, right? Just like the stigmatization of indigenous forms of of spirituality. All all of that, all of that was imported. That was byproduct of 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 colonialism. Which suggests to me that what is truly inherent to us is this ability to understand, right? Is this ability to see humanity, to understand humanity and its complexities? Is this ability to, you know, hold space for or move beyond rather the binary, right? To understand and know and feel even when something is not in front of us. How deeply like spiritual and brilliant and beautiful to know that like our people understood ourselves and humanity in such complex and furthermore like nuanced and loving ways. Power over or wanting to assert power over, I ain't like you. <laughs> you are somehow less than and different from. You are somehow different from and therefore less than. Power over that was that is that is not I I I do not believe our default way of being. I don't, I don't. And so we must, we must be mindful. I I believe we are loving people. And I believe that loving black bodies in all our forms and in all our complexities and in all our differences, y'all, loving black bodies is everything that this system doesn't want for us. And so we must, and so we will. I believe our collective liberation requires it, right? Loving, loving black bodies. And so if I were to leave you with a liberated love note, affirmation for the week that I'd ask that you keep top of mind, it'd be this. I will not fall into the trap of erasing or disregarding Black people who identify differently from me. Black men, Black women, Black trans people, Black queer people, Black people with disabilities, Black immigrants, Black people who are and have been incarcerated, and Black people at various intersections all matter to my work and liberation. Y'all, I will not fall into the trap of erasing or disregarding Black people who identify differently from me. Not only will I not fall into that trap, y'all, I'm going to affirm. I'm going to actively affirm and honor the humanity and worthiness of Blackness in all its forms and complexities. I do not subscribe to the tools of oppression. I do not and will not lean into this notion of having power over 
we do not subscribe to those tools that would suggest some black bodies are more worthy than other black bodies. Mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. I affirm, I don't just affirm, I affirm and honor the humanity and worthiness of blackness in all its forms and complexities. I do not subscribe to the tools of oppression that would suggest some black bodies are more worthy than other black bodies. Mm-mm. Not here, y'all. We better than that. I promise. Catch y'all next time. Peace.